I'm Ashley Keenan and you're listening to Every Mum, the podcast, now in its 10th season and supported by Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland, made with simply two ingredients and nothing else. When I had my daughter, I wanted something I could trust to use on her skin and Water Wipes were and still are the one. I once made the mistake of trying a different brand. Never again. I didn't realise just how much of a difference there could be between two fairly similar brands, but it was huge. My daughter is now two, and I still panic if I don't have at least one pack of water wipes within line of sight. With that in mind, I'm happy to say this season is supported by that most essential of products for every mum, water wipes. Winners of seven National Parenting Product Awards 2022, including Best Baby Wipes, they are ideal for delicate newborn skin. Together, we are committed to providing more support for parents with trusted products and this podcast. Welcome to Every Mum the Podcast. Welcome back to season 10. I am the new host here. My name is Ashlyn Keenan and I'm delighted to be here uh, bringing you through the parenting ups and downs and ins and outs uh, for season 10 and beyond. Uh, This first episode back, I spoke to former Miss Ireland, Aoife Walsh. She spoke incredibly candidly for the first time on any podcast. She'd never done a podcast before about becoming a single parent very early on in her pregnancy. We spoke about her enduring this incredible emotional upheaval of having a breakup during a pregnancy and how it showed her just how strong she could be when she needed to be. She was really brave and talked very openly about the pressures of single parenting and her support system and finding contentment and how protecting her daughter at all costs is her number one priority. She is so, so full of positivity and honesty and strength and she has the most infectious, bright outlook on life, which I think really comes across during our conversation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and any bit of support that you could give the episode and me as the new host on social media would be much appreciated. I'm a little nervous. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm so excited for the rest of season 10. Aoife Walsh, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. And I can't believe this is the first time you've ever done a podcast. Who in the country has not managed to guest on a podcast? If if not you. I know. I'm actually so excited to do it. Sure. Like, as I said to you, when I came on, I was like, what do I do? Yeah. (laughs) Like, because I listen to podcasts and I I see podcasts and I haven't been on one. So I'm like very, I feel very privileged to be on with you guys. Thanks so much. Well, we're very grateful. Um, and I, but I, I, I can't actually get my head around how you haven't because everyone and their mother has a podcast now. So I know, I really... like they're everywhere. Yeah. So um, we're here to kind of chat about, well, you know, parenting, um, but specifically your experience with your gorgeous little girl, Penny. Um, how old is she now? She's coming up. She must be nearly two, is she? She is going to be two in July. So she's 20 July. months now. Yeah, you know right. the way some people are like, oh, you still counted by months? And I'm like, yes, yeah. because like, cause when if I said, you know, she's one, there's such a big difference between like, 
you know, like a 13 month old baby and like a 23 month old baby, you know, so I actually am still counting by months until I think she's two. And then after that, I'd be like, okay, she's two. <laughs> and do you know what? That's, I, I used to feel like that as well. I used to say to people, you know, like, oh, your child is 34 weeks. Is she like, I, I never understood it. And I used to make fun of it until I became a parent. And I mean, you say there's a big difference between a 13 month old and an 18 month old. Like there's a big difference between a 13 month old and a 14 month old. Like yeah, things happen is, yeah. so quickly. Have you so found that with her? Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I feel like every day there's nearly something new now, um, like new words, like, you know, just like new kind of like mannerisms that like, I kind of feel like I, it's hard to keep up with her. <laughs> she's so yeah. like, she's just developing so fast that like, it's actually crazy. But I actually am really enjoying this time because it's nearly like really entertaining as well. You know, it's yeah. like seeing all the new things she can do and like see all the new like words she can say. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, I'm at home with my mom and dad and we're all kind of like did you hear that did, did you hear that say it again <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah like, or like, like my my husband and I are in competition we're like has she said that to you yet and he's like <laughs> yes. he's like no and I'm like well she said it to me five times <laughs> like what, like why <laughs> absolutely and then I'd be like nearly giving my mother like stink eye if she's like said something to my mom and hasn't said it to me and I'm there giving her stink eye and I'm like come to mommy and say it to mommy like <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so if just for um to kind of rewind a bit for anyone who's not familiar with you and what your background is so is it am I right in saying it's nearly 10 years ago you were Miss Ireland and you went to Miss World is it 10 years yes, 10 years 10 years this summer can Gosh. you believe that like, I don't know where I the time can't. Gone. It's actually wild. <laughs> it makes me feel and, really old. <laughs> and, oh my God. Well, listen, you see, I, I actually, I looked, I was like doing some research and I looked up a, like a YouTube video clip of you when you were oh, uh, auditioning for, yeah, auditioning <laughs> or not auditioning, but um, doing like an introduction of yourself for Miss World. Oh no, I can't. And I, I, but my, my overriding feeling at the end of watching the video was, oh great, Aoife still looks exactly like she did when she was 24. I just like it just made me feel bad about myself. But anyway, so since then, um, did you you were a teacher? Am I getting mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I mean, I'll tell you a funny story. I was at a work event yesterday and um one of my former students from like secondary school when I was his teacher came up to me and was like, Hey, how are you? I was like, what, what, what's going on? And it turned out like he was doing an internship in like social media with like the companies, like, you know, that, that I like the event that I was at. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh my God, it has come full circle. I was like, you know, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, I went on, I did business management and like, you know, cause I loved you as a business teacher. And, you know, then he was like, I wanted to get into the social media and things. And I was like, oh my God, like my life has come full circle. It's so wild. So yeah, I did. I did. I was, I was teaching for about three years in total um on and off and um I was teaching before I won Miss Ireland and then kind of I suppose like Miss Ireland kind of just opened my world and kind of opened like my life to you know the media industry and the fashion industry and kind of just made me realize how much like I loved that you enjoyed that um, yeah. Yeah, and how much like I just love the creative end of it. Like, and I kind of realized how much of a creative person like I am. So, um, and here I am, still in it ten years later. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. <laughs> and now, now that you're a mother in that industry, um, which is similar, I suppose, in ways to the, like my, you know, my position. We, our daughters are close in age. Like Lydia will be two at the end of April, and. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we both obviously had kind of COVID pregnancies and COVID births. Yes. And now we both work for ourselves in creative industries. So yeah. talk to me a bit about, um, talk to me a bit, first of all, about your pregnancy and how that went. And at what point also, I'm interested to know, you're a single parent. At what point mm-hmm. in, in like Penny's life did you kind of, I suppose, discover or become a single parent? So I became a single parent pretty early on in my pregnancy, um, which was was supposed like it was unexpected. Um, so I definitely found the emotional end of um, the pregnancy really difficult because I was already kind of dealing with like a big life change. I had been engaged and suddenly, you know, I wasn't anymore and I was about to become a mum for the first time. Um, I moved back in with my mum and dad and I'm still here and they are, oh my God, they are amazing. They Like I just... I wouldn't be able to do anything (laughs) if it wasn't for them. They're like incredible. So in terms of like the pregnancy, I did find it really difficult. And again, as you mentioned, it was like, you know, during COVID, you know, it's not like, you know, when you're when you're going through a breakup as well, you can go out with your girls, you can go on a few nights out, you can like let your hair down. And I wasn't able to do any of that because, you know, I couldn't really properly meet people. It was still really high stress and like, you know, high anxiety around COVID and like, you know, kind of mixing with people. And, you know, I was already then as well dealing with all of the changes that like pregnancy, um, brings and you know a changing body and everything so like I definitely was very overwhelmed during that time and um but I'm just like so thankful that I had like such a good support system with my family like like we'd be very very close family um I have um, an older sister as well Ashling and she's um she's amazing she has two little kiddos and um we're just really close and you know they were amazing and also my friends you know what I mean it was kind of like a point in my life where I um you know, I realized how lucky I am to have such good friends, you know, how much I did actually have in my life. You know, I had an amazing family. I had amazing friends. Um, I was having a baby like, you know, and I always wanted to be a mom. Like I always wanted to have um, a baby or babies. And, you know, I just had to try and kind of focus on everything that I did have more so than everything that I didn't have. And, um, and yeah, I got through it. And then I had Penny in July, which is very close actually to Lydia and uh, only a couple of months between them. So I had Penny in July and do you know what I like, as well as it being COVID, um, and you know, you had all those restrictions in place, which was really, really hard. Um, I actually had Penny in the middle of that massive heat wave. <laughs> oh my God, that, yeah. That massive heat wave that we had, like uh, that's when I had Penny and all I remember was literally being stuck to that bed. Like it peeled me off, peel me off that hospital bed. It was horrific. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I'll never forget the heat. Um, but thankfully they like I, I remember I was like by a window with like the sun beating in on me and I was like I'm actually I'm finished goodbye the experience of um going through pregnancy and birth um is difficult enough and I I mean I really struggled during pregnancy I in fact didn't enjoy pregnancy at all how were you during pregnancy obviously the emotional upheaval that you would have had combined with pregnancy hormones and all of the challenges of pregnancy, were you 
were, how were you able to cope with that? What was your, was it, you know, help from family and friends? Were you sick at all during pregnancy or did that kind of medically go okay? And did you have to attend your appointments alone and all that kind of stuff because of COVID? How did that go for you? Yeah, so all of my appointments were on my own and uh, which you know, is, 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 is a lonely experience really. Um, and um, now my sister came in with me for one of my scans, which was super, cause like, I'm really close to my sister and it was like so lovely that we like share those memories and she adores Penny. And, um, yeah, like I suppose in terms of like medically the pregnancy, um, apart from everything else, like I would have underlying conditions. So I was quite nervous, um, going into the pregnancy of how I would uh, like you know respond to it but thankfully I actually had a really healthy pregnancy like I would have been sick um, in the first trimester as many people are Um, so I was quite sick then and um, you know all your usual um, your usual symptoms as well like your fatigue and your crankiness (laughs) I'm like who was that person (laughs) but uh, um but in terms of like the pregnancy, it actually went really, really smoothly. And I can tell you this much. I actually loved being pregnant. Like I loved it. I'm I so just jealous. loved the bump. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I love the bump. And I remember saying it as well, you know, when I was coming up to the end that I was going to miss being pregnant. And I, and I did, you know, I really did miss the bump and I just had gotten so used to it. And I loved Penny kind of with all the kicks and with all the movement and everything. Like I really, really enjoyed that end of it. And I'm just grateful that I did. And I wasn't, I kind of felt at the time that I had so much going on, you know, with the emotional end of it and the upheaval end of it, that I was just so grateful that I had a healthy pregnancy, um, you know, and, and things had gone relatively pretty smoothly there and I was able to enjoy that end of it and I was just trying to make the most of it you know with everything kind of like falling apart all around me (laughs) like chaos um I just kind of tried to enjoy the pregnancy and I did and I genuinely really did and I'm always very grateful for that like that must have taken some amount of strength I mean yeah pregnancy is pregnancy is difficult whether you're ill or you're not ill whether you've got you know underlying conditions or not it's it's difficult that must have where did you find the strength like what gave you that purpose and that ability to say do you know what I want to enjoy this I think um I think when something happens to you in your life you know that one you don't expect and you know I, I I don't I don't know what it is I think I just felt very grateful you know to be having Penny and to you know I think you know it's it, it was a really really difficult time and I think like to be honest my emotions were all over the place like if I'm totally honest I was all over the place um but I just had to try and concentrate on the positive because if I didn't I knew I was like in trouble and yes. I just had to kind of um zone in and again as I mentioned I had to just try and zone in on like everything that I did have and just try and be really grateful for that and I got a lot of advice from people and you know I had a lot of support and like that you know really really helped me and you know what there's just moments during the pregnancy that I remember that where people really you know went out of their way for me and you know those moments like really kind of will stay with me for the rest of my life because I think like you know, when you're going through a really difficult, you know, traumatic time in your life, like you just remember the people who were there for you um, and the people who like picked you up when you're on the ground. And, you know, to be on the ground and to be pregnant as well, you just feel like, 
you feel kind of like extra vulnerable um so yeah it was really really difficult and I and I definitely put it down to the people around me but also I suppose I I realized as well how I didn't realize how strong I was as a person you know and how resilient I was and I think it's until you're actually faced with something difficult in your life that you know you have to um you have to deal with that you realize how strong and resilient resilient you were and I can honestly actually say that like I'm a, I'm a completely different person after yeah. it all um and I think it's, I, I it's don't bit, think I don't think anything makes you see how strong you are more than becoming a mother that's well that's my experience anyway 100% I think more so than anything like actually becoming a mom um has like transformed me as a person I actually think Penny has made me into a completely different person but like actually a better person you know and you kind of hear people saying those things like you know before you become a mom and you're like la da la da la da but then when it actually happens like I I, 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 it's like a transformation and um, yeah, she just makes me really, really happy. And she just kind of gives me that sense of contentment and that I'm just really happy. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't, you know, nothing else really matters anymore. And, you know, as long as like I have her and she's happy, I'm happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's all really kind of like, everything is just simplified, you know, when you have um, a child. And all like the things that I think I used to stress out about, I don't care about at all anymore. Yeah, there, no, is, a sense of, there is a sense of freedom with that, isn't there? It's kind of freeing to, yeah. Absolutely, you know, and I think like I'm happier than I've genuinely ever been in my life. And I might not have had the things that like I had before, but I have, everything that I've ever wanted now do you know because I have my daughter and you know I you, you know when she when she came like it was just you know like the best you know as you can you you, you probably had the same you know similar experience so yeah no I'm definitely really happy it was a hard road <laughs> to get there um but yeah no I'm 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 genuinely really happy now this podcast is just one way that every mum supports you. Another amazing way is our free gift bag, packed full of essentials for you and baby, including free samples of water wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland. To receive yours, register now on everymum.ie. There's a free gift bag there waiting for every mum. And you have a presence online, like like many of us, but you have a kind of, you know, a relatively large following and you have um a somewhat of a kind of presence on social media and you're in the public eye and stuff when you had to first of all talking about your pregnancy online talking about Penny coming into the world all that kind of thing there was a point where I remember you did a Q&A and someone asked you you know were you a single parent basically and you had to say yes was that difficult for you to share online given the amount of people that follow you given you know the kind of what had happened completely in private was that was that a big thing for you to share yeah absolutely um like it's such a personal thing and um but I kind of felt at the time when I did do when I did share it um I did it at a time that was right for me um, you know, like obviously I, when I had Penny and even during my pregnancy and when I had Penny, like that was my main focus. 
you know, like I had to kind of, you know, adapt to my new life now as a mother. And that was what I had to kind of concentrate on. And, um, you know, I wanted to give myself the time to do that and to fully kind of, um, you know, grieve everything, but also kind of heal. You know, I wanted to heal from everything before, you know, being able to kind of speak about it, because I suppose you know, sometimes, you know, you might speak about something and there's a lot of emotion attached to it. And, you know, in a couple of years time, you might turn around and be like, oh, you know, I wish I didn't say that. Yeah, I should have done that. And I think when there is um, a child involved as well, you know, I just wanted to be very respectful. And, you know, I'm kind of always like, look, you know, whatever's on the internet stays on the internet. And I didn't want any kind of to see anything that I might have said in haste, you know, and get upset over that. You know, I don't want to upset her. Like she's my main priority. And, you know, I would never want to do anything to upset her. So I really just wanted to take the time out for myself and, you know, to kind of just get on with my life in private and to get on with, you know, the process of everything and, you know, learning to become a mom and, and adjusting to my my new situation and my new life. And then when the time felt right for me to be able to come out and talk, you know, and, and, and say it and, you know, talk about it in, you know, some shape or form, um, I was like, I'll do it when it feels right for me. And 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 that's when I did. So, you know, even though um, coming out and saying it online, it was quite nerve wracking. Um, there was a sense of relief in it as well that, you know what, I've done now and I feel totally fine. And, yeah. you know, I'm in a really good place. And that's it. And you know, it was wonderful as well. You got so much support and so much, yeah. you know, you got such lovely responses to that. And I think that was something as well. I know at the time you were saying that you really appreciate it and stuff, but it it must have taken, to be honest, it must have taken a lot of restraint not to be more emotional about it. And, and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of things you would like to have said or that you would like to explain. But the fact that when you did say that, you know, what, what you, what you said, so there was so much support I thought it was so lovely to see have you found that kind of online support to be an element of your kind of support system as a kind of a larger thing absolutely so when I when I did come out and and um and say it on my on my Instagram the amount of messages that I got like I think I was actually nearly tearing up like reading them because they were coming in so fast that I was like totally overwhelmed by just the outpouring of support and and love from people that I didn't even realize had kind of existed. And, you know, because I, I suppose I hadn't said anything for a while, you know, there was a lot of women there that were like, we're really proud of you that you've come this far, that you're able to kind of like come out and um and and talk about it and say and 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 speak about it because I suppose they were like, we knew that things hadn't kind of worked out in the way that you thought they would, you know, they had gathered um, that, it, it, you know, my, I was a single parent and um, that I was going through things in the background and in private. Um, and I think they just said that they were really proud that, you know, I'd kind of come, I I'd kind of come around full circle that, you know, that I was able to kind of come out now and, you know, be healed from it and, and yeah. just kind of like speak about it. Cause it's not easy. I think, you know, I think kind of going through something like this and having like a, I suppose, kind of like an online presence. I think it's it's one thing to kind of go through it 
um, in real life. And then it, it's it's difficult as well kind of to be able to go through it and have that online present. It's a kind of like an added layer um, that you kind of have to think about. So I, I, I did find that really difficult and I just kind of had to try and kind of manage it in in a way that I could in a way that worked for me and um you know I, again I just I didn't want to come out and say anything when I wasn't ready or say anything to please anybody because at the end of the day like all that really mattered to me was my daughter and that was like my priority and I kind of just felt like I needed to keep my focus and that's kind of what I did I think yeah you're you're being a protective mother, which is what mothering yeah. is all about, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I I I'm very interested to know always. Um. Anytime I interview any parents, and when I say interview, I mean even when I speak to parents. Uh. I'm mothers, especially, but parents in general. I'm always very interested in the logistics of how you manage. Right. So, like for me, I you know there's there's a support system I know is there. I have my you know my parents. I have my aunts. I have my husband, obviously. Um and lots of different things that help me kind of do that juggle that we all do as parents. What is your support system? And would you, I mean, you you kind of describe yourself as a single mother, but are you co co-parenting as well? Who else do you have around you with, you know, to support you with Penny? How do you kind of manage work and her? And how do you kind of keep all the balls in the air, basically? It is <laughs> <laughs> the juggle is a struggle that's yeah. what I'm going to yeah. say <laughs> the juggle is a struggle it is so difficult and I think it's one of the most difficult things I find about motherhood is the juggle um trying to kind of like keep everything going and um you know spending time with Penny as well making sure that I'm present there for her um you know you know, being a mother, but also trying to get my work done and trying to kind of progress myself, you know, as an individual. Um, I just, I find it so hard. Oh my God, it's so hard. And, you know, sometimes I kind of feel there's just like not enough areas in the day to do everything. Mm. Um, and especially like, you know, yourself when they're this, when they're small, you know, they definitely like, you know, it's full on. Yeah. Up a lot of time. Yeah, it's full on. Um, but I'm really blessed. So I live at home with my mom and dad and I'm so blessed for that because they are truly amazing. They are amazing. And honest to God, they don't care about me anymore. It's just about them. <laughs> they don't really care about me anymore. <laughs> They're like, yada, 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 whatever. It's all about Penny. And it is like their relationship with Penny is so special. It is um like it is amazing, honestly. Like she's she's definitely a very lucky little girl to have them because my parents are just such wonderful people. And even my own friends, like who know my mom and dad, or even people who have just met like my mom and dad, like, you know, are always saying to me how lovely they are. Um so yeah, my dad, especially um, I, with Penny has like such an amazing relationship. And like, I remember, I remember one time I had to go to work um, with my mom and it was around this time last year, it was for Mother's Day, it was a job and uh, we had to go to Kerry for a night. And Penny was about, I'm going to say like eight months old. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I have to work and mom has come with me. And dad was like, no, no. That's all cool. I look after the child. So my dad, there he is, like 75 years of age and looking after an infant overnight, overnight. And I was ringing them like literally every hour being like, how is she? How's everything going? And he was like, not a bother. We're just here reading books. And you know what I mean? She's had her grub. She's had her dindins. 
and and change the nappies and the whole shebang. And that's like a 75 year old granddad. Like nobody. That's adorable. That's adorable. Isn't it though? Isn't it? And it's just amazing to see. And it just like they they truly are like, and I have to like, you know, hats off to them because I wouldn't actually even be on here talking to you. Right yeah. now, if it wasn't yeah. for them, yeah. I can tell you that parents are, are oh the, my the key. god, and exactly. <laughs> and if if there's, you know, I suppose like they're super supportive of me as well because they, you know they kind of are like, look, you know, you're young, Aoife. Like we want mm. you to be able to progress in your life as well. And we want you to be able to continue with your work and continue with what you love. So they're just super supportive. And, um, you know, with any work projects that like I have on, um, you know, they're they're there. So um, I'm very, very lucky um, in that sense. And my sister as well. I'm going to have to give her a shout out. <laughs> yeah, no, sisters She's are like, great too. Um, yeah. Hello. Yeah. My Where's my mention? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> and oh, yeah, just, she's super in terms of like, I mean, because for me, uh, my obviously my parents are a huge support. My husband is a huge support. But like I still there are still days where things don't go to plan. You know, a ball drops. Someone can't do something that they're meant to do in terms of childcare or whatever it is, or someone's sick or there is a problem or whatever. Those days I find the hardest where mm-hmm. you had you had a plan. You, you yeah. were about to do something for yourself. And I don't yes. mean for yourself in terms of, you know, go get your nails done. I mean, yeah. it, it could be that, but it could also just be going to do a job or to yeah, um, record something or, yeah. you know, and I find, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just uh, people who work for themselves, but there's something in the, you know, I don't have an office to go to every day. I mean, I do, it's, I'm sitting in it right now, but this is at my home. So yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like it's easier to let someone down who works for themselves than it is to let someone down who works for someone else. Does that make sense to you? And have you ever kind of experienced that or felt that? Yeah, like um, I definitely find it really difficult, um, you know, if you are working from home, like I'm the I'm the same, like I work from home. Like, you know, sometimes I'm I'm out here shooting and I'm filming and I have the mom guilt Mm. You know, that I'm like, oh, I should be in, you know, spending the time with Penny. And then if I'm spending the time with Penny, I'm like, oh, God, I really need to get that job done. Like, it is that constant tug of war, I feel, between work and, um, you know, being a mom. And, you know, that literally is my life right now, you know, and... I suppose being self-employed as well, you know, you have to, being self-employed is all about like driving yourself and it's all about like pushing yourself to work, um, you know, because you don't have that, you know, a boss above you um, kind of there with the whip. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're accountable for yourself. So I think like, I find that very hard because I, I, I am in that tug of war between work and between motherhood and you know like I could be here out here you know working away and shooting and I could be like oh my god I'm missing the best years like you know that's what's going through my head (laughs) but that's what everybody tells you yeah yeah do you know what I mean the best years yeah or else you know if I'm in there I'm like oh my god I'm like not working hard enough like I'm like crack cracking the whip on myself being like I'm not doing enough I'm not working hard enough I need to get on it like I need to work harder so that that is the constant kind of um you know debate that goes on in my mind and I think 
And I can't be alone in that. Do you know what I mean? No, I can't well, be alone. No, I think no. I, I I think that that is, I think that is motherhood. And I think that's uh, like a lot of women feel that. And I think a lot of women who work for themselves feel that. Um, I Sometimes I kind of feel like I'm, I'm crazy because I'm like, no, no, no go in and, and see her put this ball in a you know yeah 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 in the, yeah. In the, in the little hole or whatever but um <laughs> I just like I just find there's constant guilt there's guilt no matter yes. no matter 100%. what you're doing and the, the most guilty I ever feel is when like so if there's a day or an afternoon or an hour or 15 minutes when you are neither working nor parenting when you're doing <laughs> something exist. for yourself that like <laughs> It, yeah. it doesn't exist very often, but when it mm. does, it's it's ruined by the fact yeah. that you, you can't win. You can't like all I'm always crying out for time alone, you know, time to myself yeah. to, to yeah. read a book or go for a walk yeah. or whatever it is. But the minute you do those things, you're consumed with guilt almost. It's just yeah, it's constant. It's just always yeah. there. I agree. I kind of feel like I view work now as like my time to myself or like my time yeah. for myself because I'm doing it for myself. So I consider work that, um, or if I have to get like my hair done, look, we all have to get our hair done. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. like, I, I, I absolutely feel that guilt. And I kind of think I'd probably end up feeling that until she goes to school. And I've like, no, like saying that, do you know what I mean? As I'm like, okay, yeah. she's at school. You know what I mean? I can, I can be free. <laughs> But then as well, so because I was thinking that too, I said I was chatting to somebody the other day and they said to me, look, you know, you've only got another two years till she's in school and then you'll get your time back. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, that'll be brilliant. I'll be able to do this and this and this. And then I was overcome with guilt about wanting to rush through her toddler years. I'm the exact same. I'm the exact so same. Every, and then I'm like, every turn. Yeah. Then I'm like, she'll go to school and I'll miss her. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I won't want her to go to school every day. I'd be like, no, come on, stay at home. We'll cuddle by the fire. <laughs> yeah. Do you find, I have found uh, parenting from the moment I delivered her, I have found parenting to be one big exercise in in learning how to let go. So the first time someone else fed my baby, the first time someone else took her and minded her for an afternoon, the first time she went to play school, the first time she, you know, all these things are just, it's almost like you're training yourself how to let them go. Have you found that? I think that's a huge mothering thing. Like, I think that's like, like, I think that's huge. Like, and I think I felt that an awful lot when she was little like when she was a baby I'm like you know leaving her I was like oh I can't (laughs) possibly couldn't I couldn't possibly leave her you know as in like and I think as as she gets older it gets a little bit easier like I think um I think at the start you're very much kind of like a lion s with your little cub and you're very protective and you're like go away everyone you know I mean like she needs me (laughs) yeah totally yeah Yeah. she needs me like I'm she only needs me yeah 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 and I think I think a lot of us go through that I think that's very normal and natural response and I think as she gets bigger I, I like you you eventually kind of find it a little bit easier I think I'm starting to find it a little bit easier so yeah. thankfully you know that do thankfully find... I am I'm not I'm not not totally crazy <laughs> it's not you're still yeah <laughs> crazy well, no, do you know what it's not it's not crazy at all it's 
it's biology. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's what our bodies are telling us to do. I like. Yeah. I actually found it very overwhelming. Um, and I didn't have. Uh, you know the way you were saying when you had her, you were just overwhelmed with love and stuff. I I did obviously when I had Lydia, I was very overwhelmed with everything. Love being one of those things. Uh, hormones and tears every day for three weeks was another they of those things. They, they are, are like uh, why does nobody tell you? Um, no. But I just, I just feel like there's an element of, you know, it, it is completely biological. Your body does things and your and tells your mind to do things that you never ever thought were possible. And that protective instinct is incredibly strong, as is the instinct to wake up the second that you hear your baby stirring. You know, there's yeah. so many things that that biologically our, our bodies just do. So it's it's not crazy at all. Um, <laughs> I would but the body know, do... is like such a like like I even think to be honest I even think looking back like a, a pregnancy in general mm. it is like such a miracle it's such yeah, it like it's crazy it's great like yeah. I think I remember <laughs> the first thought that I had when I actually gave birth to Penny was like oh my god that was inside me yeah yeah I remember the first thing so just I had a cesarean section and the first thing when she was lifted up over the the screen I said to my husband she's so clean and my consultant went your waters were actually very clean and I was like I was like score absolutely I that you did that your body did that your body kept those waters clean and I was bizarrely proud of my clean waters like oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) so odd like I was so proud of my body for keeping those waters clean I don't even know I mean I don't you're there with your little smug face smug I was yeah my water (laughs) like step one done nailed it (laughs) (laughs) love it so I'd love to know right so obviously you were talking yeah earlier on about your online presence and and you know talking to people online and having that support do you ever feel um as someone who has been very very open and honest about motherhood about your pregnancy about everything really do you ever feel a pressure to maintain that kind of inspirational like people were saying to you you know god you're an inspiration does that put a bit of pressure on you to kind of portray a certain version of motherhood because you know often online there's a lot of I find there's a lot of you know the oh motherhood is amazing it's a miracle it's great it's this and in reality I think we all know that it's not that way but you feel like because you know you've been quite open with your parenting role that you have to put forward a certain I, I don't know, facade of this is brilliant all the time. Not like, no, not at all, honestly, because I literally do not know, even know how to put on a facade. I'm like, this is, I'm like, I mean, take me as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, literally, this is my life. And I like, I couldn't put on a facade or put on this kind of like, inspo kind of lifestyle if I tried because that's just too hard that is way too hard I'm like life is hard enough as it is like besides trying to like like create this like imaginary life as well do you know what I mean online so like I'm very much like look you know I live at home my mom and dad like you know the house is chaos all the time like I don't know how they put up with us like you know 
you know, I'm like, I'm literally like, Penny won't eat any vegetables. I'm here trying to kind of like be like trick her into eating like veggies rather than just eating like bread all the time. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of trying to... You know, I I just put up what I, with what is genuinely whatever is like natural to me, and I I even get like messages like from followers, and they're like, like thank you for kind of having a space on the internet where it's not all like happy happy. You know, I don't know. I think it was around Christmas time they sent it, and it was like you know matching pajamas under the Christmas tree and you know, all smiles, because like in reality, you know, sometimes it's just not like that. And, you know, especially for single parents, it's difficult, you know what I mean? And and a time like Christmas can be difficult. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of like happy that I just put out my life as it is, like no frills. And, you know, I think like my followers know my situation. You know, I'm a single mom. I live at home, my mom and dad. You know, I beautiful daughter who I'm obsessed with. And, you know, like, yeah, I'm 33. And, you know, it's, it's not necessarily where I thought I'd be or, you know, what I thought my life would look like. But like, that's totally OK. Like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And, you know, do I have a roof over my head? Do I have a healthy daughter? Do I have healthy like mom and dad? Am I um, am I all good? Am I happy? Like, those are the things that like I focus on and try to kind of even portray on my social media like am I in a job that I love yes you know what I mean they're all like tick 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 like all positive things that are going on in my life and that's kind of like what I portray and I'm just you know I'm just so grateful for everything that like you know I do have you know that like make me happy and um yeah I couldn't actually be bothered trying to kind of like put out something that is not real because you know why I I, like it wouldn't even come into my sphere to do something like that it just it strikes me as an awful lot of effort I mean you know who has the time time? um I just I just have one last question for you Aoife before um I let you go is parenthood different than what you imagined it might be before you got pregnant with Penny? I think so. I think like when you look at things like Instagram and like social media, it does a lot of it does paint parenthood parenthood as like, you know, you see pictures, you know, when their children are immaculate. <laughs> not a snotty nose to be seen and they're in a beautiful dress and bows in their hair whereas right now you know my little girl obviously she has red hair she got her she got my red hair which I'm thrilled about but um she's coming up to two and um I'm gonna call it um, like I don't know do I call it a mullet or like <laughs> yep my little girl has a mullet it's too like, it's like yeah it's like parody at the back um yeah. this is at the front and yeah. uh, she won't wear a bow on her on her head for the life of me and she snots con- constantly run down her face and you know there's food all over her clothes she's in track suits she won't wear socks like <laughs> you oh know God, it, the um, sock thing what is that about oh my, my child literally yeah. no, the no. Sh- the child her feet are always disgusting she never wants to Black. put a sock near Black. her and I mean, like, I, I literally, like, between my mother and myself, like, we mop the floor every day, but our feet are still black. It's like, how? 
I don't understand it. I don't understand <laughs> where, where they pick the dirt up from. from. Like <laughs> I, pi- I picked a Cheerio out from between my daughter's toes this morning. Like that's the level we're at. <laughs> anyway. I love that. Yeah, I hear you and I see you. I see you. It's, but, just, um, it's never ending. It's never ending. It is. But you know what? I think that's the gasness as well of parenthood. No, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you it know, gas. if anything, it like, I think like parenthood actually you know brings a lot of joy into your life because it's just so funny and they're they, like the ki- kids are so funny and they're full of crack and like because all they want to do is play do you know what I mean like so like they do bring that element in but I do definitely think that like social media and stuff can portray it into being this kind of like um you know like perfectness like you know everything looks perfect when in reality like that's not you know that is not like what it is at all like you know you might want to go for lunch um you know as a family and we'll say she might have a meltdown and you might have a meltdown and like we have to leave like before the food even comes we'll get a takeout and that is just like you know real life and um but I think you learn that as you go more so than anything else as a parent. Like you just learn as you go. You learn on the job. <laughs> absolutely. Mm. You and certainly I, do. I, absolutely. And you know what? I've I've become a very cool, calm and collected person because I'm like, okay, cool. She's having meltdown. Just give her a moment. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like everything is all good. Um, everything is like fixable. And as long as she's healthy and happy, like I I'm like, I'm happy. You know what I mean? I'm cool. So um yeah, definitely. I think um, I think uh, parenthood is a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. Aoife Walsh, thank you so much for joining me on Every Mom, the podcast today. I'm so grateful to have chat- chatted to you. And I'm very honoured to be the first podcast um, host that has chatted to you that got the honour. Thanks honor. so much, Val. Yeah, no, I'm delighted to have come on. Thank you so much for listening and to Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland for their support. Their wipes are made with simply two ingredients, 99.9% water and a drop of fruit extract. And they are also plant-based and plastic-free. If you enjoyed this conversation, subscribe, rate or leave a review. You can share this episode across social if you like and you can get in touch with the guest on social media and their handles will be in the show notes. Oh,